0: fashion is such a powerful tool in so many layers, because I think it's one of the things that not only changes your energy and your vibe, which affects your business and your life, but it allows you to almost weed out the people who aren't going to be supportive of you.
1: Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you. So that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire because you and i we are meant to stand the f out i'm your host lauren salon and i'm a public relations and marketing expert entrepreneur speaker former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach and several times per week i'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools Tricks and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So, what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. Today, I chat with my friend, Kate Obert. Kate is a renowned brand consultant and stylist specializing in empowering founders and entrepreneurs to discover and showcase their authentic selves through aesthetic style and strategic branding. With a proven track record of transforming clients, Kate has helped numerous individuals gain confidence, clarity, and alignment, enabling them to make bold decisions and achieve remarkable success. Kate's expertise in brand positioning and visibility strategy has made her a sought after professional in the industry, recognized for her unwavering commitment to authenticity and empowering individuals to embrace their unique style and voice. All right, what is up, you guys? Super excited to dive into this conversation with Kate. Kate, thank you so much for joining on Amplify. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Okay, so first things first, we're gonna get into rapid fire. So, what is something that you're grateful for right now? Ooh, Instacart. I know that's so random. No,
0: it is my favorite thing ever. If I never have to set foot in a grocery store again,
1: like so, (laughs) I love Instacart so much. I literally have my Costco cart open right now, and I texted my a friend who's also a client coming in this weekend for an in person intensive, and I was like, hey. Just an FYI, I'm ordering food in like an hour. So like, let me know what you want. Like, so good. So easy. I was on my way home. I had to take our car into the shop yesterday and I was on my way home. And funny enough,
0: like I wake up and I realize I have, so I have an 18 month old and I realize oh, I have two diapers left. One is going to be, I change her in the morning. And the other one, I have to pray that she's like, will last after this appointment. Cause I can't be late. So then of course on my way home, like, okay, now we're, the appointment ran long. I need to figure out like what we're gonna do. I we can't stop at Target. They're kind of already nightmare, so we don't want to like push our luck. So I was like, oh, I'll just Instacart, and it was like waiting on my doorstep by the time I got there. And I'm like, thank
1: goodness. Like, oh gosh, it's so nice. I love it's it. Love so it. I love it, it. I was
0: like, I love I'm it. right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. What is a guilty pleasure of yours? A guilty pleasure. Oh, okay. Now we're
0: like talking about Instacart and food but I just found out about these little peanut butter filled pretzels, but they're like gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan. It's like all the freeze, you know? Wow. A brand called Quinn. Okay. I can't stop eating them. They're so good. So that would be like guilty pleasure. I always like the original ones, like regular pretzels, but I was like,
1: I like that. These are a little bit. <laughs> the peanut butter filled pretzels are like, oh my gosh. And I order... Instacart with Costco, like that's like what I usually do it for. Like I can go to Costco, all that, and sometimes like I love being at Costco. It's just like, I don't know, I like Costco, but like that is one of my Costco Instacart staples. Is oh, the- a huge thing, hundred percent. A huge thing. And then I live by myself, so like I love to have friends over, host all that, but like sometimes like when I go through a season where I haven't had a bunch of people over to my house, and I'm like. This pretzel jar is very low, and it's only been me. And I'm like, when did I order this? Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Oh,
0: I, I, I mean, even with my husband and
1: two kids, like I still feel that sometimes. I'm like, I pretty much ate this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, little handful here and there, you know. Next thing you know, you had it so much. Okay, what is a random fact that most people would not know about you? Oh. Okay. So the first thing that comes to mind, and that's just what I'm kind of going
0: with these days is a mom. No one that doesn't know me thinks that I'm a mom. Mm. And I actually take a lot of pride in that because I feel this can be a longer tangent if we want. But when I first got pregnant, like upbringing and everything society is, this is what you're going to be like as a mom. And I just didn't subscribe to that. I'm not going to lose my body. I'm not going to feel like I can't travel. I'm not going to put my business on the back burner, all of these things. And again, I'm going to a rave next week. Like we love electronic music. So we're going to a rave next weekend. We don't stop that. I went to a rave when I was six months pregnant. You know, like I don't stop living because of that. And I think that there's this societal thing that, you know, when you become a mom, then this happens. Mm. So yeah, I would say that's, probably the thing without people following on Instagram and like, I have my kids on there and stuff. If they don't know,
1: if they don't follow me, then I feel like that's something I always get. Yeah. They're very, pleased. I could see that. And I took note. We'll circle back to this. I'd love to dig into that. If you weren't doing what you do now, what kind of job or career would you have? Even if it's like something you're absolutely not qualified for, like, who cares? This is like crazy. Oh, yeah. I love that. I always tell my husband, I would be a spy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love
0: like the James Bond movies and spy movies, but I'm too much of a wuss to be able to do it. But if I could do anything and I wasn't afraid of it, then yeah, I think that would be like so fun.
1: For a long time, I thought it would be so cool to like be in the CIA as well. Like I feel like
0: I'm very good at, oh, I feel like also women in general, but we're very good at being able to figure things out if we need to. And it's
1: just, (laughs) hear your face. I was yeah. just talking to one of my girlfriends about, cause like, you know, I mean, I don't know when, how long you've been with your husband, but like when you're like in the dating world and stuff, right. Especially like these days, which like what, I, I don't know what that makes me sound like, but there's some wild people out there. Right. And like women, like we can freaking find anything out. And like, yeah. And I was talking to one of my girlfriends, even just this week, like how easy it is to find out so much stuff so fast. And I'm like, we could create a whole private investigator business for women, like vetting guys that they're going to date. Like that's probably is somewhere already, but like, if not, like that might be a business I start with. I don't that's know. That's a great but, business. Yeah. Well, I've
0: been with my husband. I'm 31. I've been with him since I was 18.
1: So we've been Gosh.
0: together for a very long time. Yeah. So I never really did any of the traditional, yeah. like, stuff, or never any of the apps, And yeah. but I have friends that do. And I'm like, I just, it just goes back to my being a wuss. It's like, I don't trust people. Like, how do you know that they say that they are who they are? But, and your other point is that we can find out anything. mm -hmm. So it's even more likely like, you know, someone's being connected over here. They know this person, they know this person. Like you literally cannot get away with anything these days. You have to be your most authentic self because
1: otherwise it's going to be a bust. So many people are like, are. Right. And I think it's actually can be easy. Like if you don't have, I mean, now we're going a whole tangent, right? Like anyway, well, we can put it in, but like, <laughs> yeah, being a spy, like, Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. And women are so good at it. Women are so good at it. Okay. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were little? I always wanted to be a stylist ever since I could remember.
0: So I it. that was always my I would be drawing dresses. Like I remember showing my grandma this one dress and she goes, is that it? The <laughs> dress or something. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I just remember like drawing dresses, like putting things together. I was always that like going in my mom's closet, like getting the t-shirt with the heels and all this stuff. So that was always like my thing. I feel like there's, so but yeah, it's so interesting because I did a lot of, What I've been told since is called shadow work, which you are probably way more familiar Mm. with than I am. But last summer, I just started doing a lot of journaling. And I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. And I was just thinking, and it was prompted because I was watching my girls. So I have a three Mm. and a half year old, but at the time it was like two and a half in like six months or something. And I was seeing what they were naturally gravitating towards. And I'm like, my job is to keep them in flow as much as possible. Because if you're not, that's when you get all these stories. And I was thinking Mm -hmm. about myself and I was like, well, of all the things that I did, why didn't I remember any of them? Like I took piano for like six or so years. I don't remember anything. Mm -hmm. Like I did all these other things. I don't remember anything. But a lot of it is like, I wasn't in flow. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And through that series of, I was like, all right, so what did I gravitate towards? And it was... Uh like making up dance videos and choreographing them and starring in them and then also like going on uh, yes. like the same I know doing the same, yeah. know, but doing the same. same thing for like you know creating these like news channels where I would like write it out and like direct it with my sister and I and we would star in it and then like I would style this and whatever and I'm like wow like I'm actually doing a lot of those things now. Like that's pretty much my brand. That's pretty much what I do. So it was a cool like full circle moment to mm-hmm. That awareness and
1: to see how it all came together. But yeah, a little, tempted, that's but. so beautiful. No. And, but I think that especially in, I guess, quote unquote, our world of personal development, entrepreneurship, mindfulness, consciousness, all of that, like whether it's doing styling or not, like I know those things are like shit that you're into too. And like so many people, that I know and I'm in relationship with, right? Like friends and stuff, like have come back to that thing that they always loved to do as a little kid, which I think is kind of the point, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. It's kind of the point to like, yeah, do those things that light you up and have lit you up for a really long time. So that's so cool. I love that. I'm like I agree. Great job, little you.
0: I know, right? I look at a lot of my friends too and seeing like even having these type of conversations. And that's why I like when I'm even working with clients, I'm like, what did you like to do? Like you just get that simple question. What did you do? And then look at what they're doing now. And usually there's a disconnect and it's usually what they want to go back to. Or they'll tell me like things about, oh, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in like X, Y, and Z. I don't know what to do with that, blah, blah, blah. Then you just ask, what did you do when you grew up? Like it's so more times than not, Honestly, I don't even think I've had one person that I've talked to and done this type of exercise where it's been different. Mm. And that's what's really interesting now to see my kids to be like, I can see that now. Maybe even like write down, it's like you're into it. Like my oldest is people oriented. Like she doesn't know a stranger. All of like the typical baby things, like you never like, didn't put anything in our mouth, didn't go for outlets, didn't care about the toys, nothing. Always people. And mm. she, is so talkative. She has an incredible vocabulary at three. And then my youngest, she still loves people, but she's like, you know, she wants everything. Everything's in her mouth. Wanted to touch all the buttons. Wanted to see how things work. Very inquisitive, very like, so it's interesting to see, all right, so this is who they are. Where are they going to go? And how that was like literally placed in them from the beginning. Like this is their purpose. And this is them learning all of the skills that will help them like blossom into their purpose. Yeah. It's kind of a mind.
1: That's such a trip to like watch and be Like, what are you yeah. going to do with all this one day? Like, let's see. Ah, so Especially
0: now, nowadays, like you said, in our industry, we're so much more aware mm-hmm. than I feel our parents. And so not to be like, put a hit on that, but it's just right. we have so much information, you know, and yeah. it's fascinating to see how to see what that actually, if we're perceiving the, the thing that they're actually going to be doing.
1: It's yeah. So crazy. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Okay. Any weird talent? I'm like, where are we? I'm like, yeah, Oh, I'm right? so excited to like go deeper in all these things. Okay. Any weird talents or special skills? I wish I had a weird
0: talent. I've always thought that I always thought I should find something and just become very good at it. And then randomly do like a random party trick. Yeah. I don't think I have one of those, but what I'm very, it sounds so vanilla. It won't, not even vanilla. It just seems, you know, more in line with my work, but like what I'm very good at is being able to like see the big picture of where someone is at and just see how it all connects. Cause what I find is most people are like, I feel so frazzled, I feel chaotic, I'm into all of these weird things. And i have no idea how to make them into one thing that makes sense. And it's like, Mm. that is like my gift to be able to see this vision of how and I know that you weren't necessarily talking about work. But I think that's also the beauty of where our industry is going is that what we do for fun is what we do for work. And they're one in
1: the same. Yeah, I love that. When's the last time that you laughed so hard? You almost peed your pants or actually did. I feel like there are other times than
0: this. Cause it's, I mean, it's definitely more than a year ago, but I specifically remember when we were at EDC last year, we like after day two, it was like 630 in the morning. And we ended up camping, like in an RV on like did camp EDC. And we like walked through and there's this guy like dressed up, I don't even know, like kind of a Willy Wonka type vibe or like that kind of look. And they have all, there's always something going on at all times. And he was doing bingo and it was like 6.30 in the morning. And it was just like kind of a mix of like a drag show, but bingo, but Vegas. But like, it was just this like weird thing. It's like <laughs> the end also where he was able to just like work the crowd, and I just I don't remember the specifics of everything, but I just remember we walked past and it was just so random. I was like, it is six thirty in the morning, and it's just like they just started, and it's just
1: such a weird world to be in. <laughs> but yeah, it's not yeah. not. A good, uh, it was like a happening. surreal, yeah, very surreal like fever dream.
0: <laughs> exactly, it yeah. was just so odd. I mean, obviously there have been times since then, but that's the only thing I can.
1: Out in my head, and it doesn't yeah. relay that great into yeah. no. It's okay. You're You're like, where am I? What planet am I on? <laughs> All right. Last time that you cried.
0: Last time I cried.
1: Probably last week? I am on week
0: five of solo parenting. My husband is deployed. Wow. Yeah, he's deployed for. He comes home on Sunday. And okay. Oh my gosh, that's a huge. A couple of days. Yeah. So it's been a lot but it's been good. It's been good. I mean, I would cry because I was like kind of stressed and a lot of times just something triggers it from, you know, having to deal with this or having to deal with
1: Mm -hmm. that. So I was just uh, a
0: little stressed, but
1: I think, you know, all in all, it's fine. Yeah. That's a lot. What's your favorite meal? Ooh, I love a good bolognese. Mm, Yes. And next place you want to travel to? I
0: would say Italy, for sure. There's something about Italy I feel very drawn to, just like their culture, Mm -hmm. how they communicate with people, how they sit at dinner for hours and hours and hours, and no one has like time. And that's expected. It's not like this hurried. And then you also get this very... It's not tropical, but you get their coastline, but you also get the countryside. You also get the city. And that's what I love so much about LA is you get that type of mountains and city and ocean and desert. You get so many different things and Mm -hmm. it's all depending on what type of vibe and what type of energy that you want.
1: And you get to, you know, create that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Italy is high on my list lately too. Yeah. I'm like lately, like for a year, I maybe I need to just like plan it. Okay. So that's the end of our rapid fire. And actually you led me right into literally like the first thing that I wanted to ask you about, but like talking about like the vibe of Italy and everything. But one of the ways that I've heard you describe yourself is being a vibe curator. Uh, What does that mean to you? Well, that
0: title came because of chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was one of those things where I've been auditing my own brand. I build other people's brands. And it's been a long time since I've really turned the focus on me. And I just wrote everything out. And I was like, here's everything that I do. This is all of the different aspects. And I was like, what would you call me? Because that's also the thing too that I always encourage people to do is like audit your title. Your title changes based off or depending on what you are currently into, the skills that you've acquired. And it said vibe curator. I was like, that's pretty odd. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I would say what that means to me and how I've described that is helping people get into alignment with who they are and teaching them how to create the energy and the vibes, like putting themselves in those places that are going to yield a specific result. So there's always strategy behind it. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to like go into this pretty looking place. You have to be very intentional. What energy are you wanting to be in? Or what energy are you wanting to? Well, I should say, what energy are you wanting to step into? Or what energy are you wanting to embody? There's kind of a different distinction there. So who are you wanting to be? And then are you wanting to step into a place that has a different energy that kind of shakes you up a little bit to get more creative? So. It's just teaching people how to know their own style and know what what certain places do it for them. So for instance, if I want to feel very calm and grounded and like myself, I will choose a tropical location because that is very me. That's always been something that makes me feel very peaceful, makes me feel very grounded. If I want something that is going to shake me out of my box, maybe I always say like you kind of have these cycles where you're grounded and calm and then you want to come out and be like experiment, like experiment. You kind of go back. And once you've experimented a lot, you kind of go back into this, like I need to feel grounded and calm again. And it's just cycle. So figuring out what your core style is, that's your grounded and calm. And then when you want to experiment, that's when you need to know, like, what are these different vibes? Like, you know, going to Switzerland is going to be different than going to Italy and like knowing what vibe that's going to create for you.
1: Amazing. I love that. So if somebody is wanting to develop their style or change their style, like how do you start them on that process? I mean, obviously asking the kinds of questions you just brought up, but like, what does that look like? So
0: there's a couple different things that people can do depending on you know, honestly, like what feels good to them. So if you're wanting to start with the style aspect, like the fashion aspect, which a lot of people would, I find that's the low hanging fruit. You kind of help people feel more confident in what they're wearing and make them feel like what they're wearing represents who they are. That's like I said, low hanging fruit, it affects everything else. So you can do a couple different ways. I'll give you two. One would be like, you could do a closet audit So that's something where I think if you're more in tune with who you are, then you can start there. If you're still a little unsure, I think it could pose to be a little bit difficult only because it's about being intuitive. So you go in your closet, you go like piece by piece, and you basically feel into your body. Does this raise my vibe? Does this make it neutral? Or does it lower it? And Mm -hmm. If it rate, like we're after what raises it. Sometimes if it's neutral, doesn't mean like get rid of it. It's just, if it's neutral, that's fine. But also is there a way to raise it? Like what bottoms are you going to place with it? So you can like set those aside. And then anything that's just very low vibe for you, get rid of it. Who cares? Like I would rather you have less things and things that make you feel like you than have like tons of stuff. And so, so that's like one aspect that you could do is like, start with the fashion. If you wanted to start, if you're kind of uneasy about the fashion side of things, you can start with, I always say, start with a social detox, no matter what too. like get off of social. Well, first of all, mute anyone that puts you in lack, mm-hmm. unfollow them, mute them, and then get off of social for like at least 24 hours. I would even say like, it'd be great for like a whole weekend because what that does is you already know your style but when you're so distracted and you're consuming so much information and you're like, Oh, this girl, even if you think it's inspiration, if you don't know your style, you're not really getting inspired. You're almost looking at it as more of how can I copy what they're doing? Yeah.
1: A thing. That's so smart. Like I didn't even think that necessarily like a detox to land on your own stuff, which makes sense because like, I would encourage a detox to like get more into with your intuition, all of that. But of course for clothing and as you're saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, duh. Because you could walk into a store having no idea what's trendy or like in right now and try stuff on and be like, this looks so fucking good on me. And that's all that matters.
0: Oh, that's all that matters. Trends do not matter at all. And that is the thing that I always, when it came, you know, side tangent with like the styling and that was my background with the fashion, I always somewhat, rejected the trend-setting things because I felt that they put people in a box. That is like the reoccurring theme for me is I don't like when things make people feel like they're put into a box and they can only be this thing. That's why Mm -hmm. in my program, I don't even have brand archetypes. I don't talk about archetypes at all because when you do that, people try to relate to
1: a specific archetype and then they feel like, oh, I'm only the helper or whatever they are. I don't even know them. Yeah, they try and like force themselves into whatever that archetype is instead of like,
0: yeah. yeah. And that is good for when you have a product brand, but that is the difference between personal brands and product brands. You can't do the exact same framework. That's a whole other conversation. Anyways. So social detox, do that. And then go on to Pinterest. I love Pinterest and create a new board. You can label it like brand vibes and then spend at least an hour, like 45 minutes to an hour just going on your homepage and go down the rabbit hole and pin something to that board. Anything that makes you feel something, anything that resonates, pin it there. Don't judge it. Don't try to make sense of it. That's where people get caught up is they try to make something make sense ahead of time. It doesn't matter. Put anything there. It could be food. It could be cocktails. It could be vacation spots. It could be clothes. It could be textures, quotes, anything. And then after, and I say that length of time because it takes some time to detox. Like, yes, you have detox from social media, but you also kind of need to detox what's in your head. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see that like, it takes a good solid 15, 20 minutes to just kind of get the kinks out. And then you'll start feeling your body in flow. Mm-hmm. But then once you do that, let's say you've done it for an hour, open up the board and look over it again, delete anything that just like doesn't vibe with you anymore. And then... You can either take a break from there. If you're still kind of in the mood, you can go through there and write down where are the recurring themes? Are there colors that I keep getting drawn to? Are there mm. patterns? Do I find myself being like gravitating towards stairs or high ceilings or like all of these little things that people wouldn't necessarily pick up on and just be very intentional about what you see because that is going to so for instance if it's like a high ceiling, maybe you are feeling and want to be you know around something that's very expansive or maybe with the stairs it's representing some type of growth or going somewhere something like yeah. that there's subliminal stories. So that's where I would say so cool. to start and then obviously do both because they're different aspects of your
1: personality. So cool. I love that. So one of the, like, gosh, I have so many questions. Well, hey, we have room for all the things. So one of the things that I don't necessarily know that I struggle with, I guess, or, but like one of the ideas I have around, like when you want to be really stylish and interestingly enough, like I get a lot of great feedback on my style, which I You're don't feel like, huh? You have great style. Thank you. i like, <laughs> Wait, okay, let me hear it again. <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm super intentional about it and sometimes I feel so random with it. But I have this which like we can revisit because I'd love to like okay, let's do a little mini on it on me, but hold on. The first thing is <laughs> I'm, like so ADHD right now. The first thing is sometimes feel like in order to be stylish and stuff like that, it requires you to be shopping a lot, which I know isn't true. So break that for me.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned that. So my background was an executive assistant to CEO of a digital ad agency. Did that for a while. And then simultaneously was actually doing some styling with a celebrity stylist in LA. And then after that, I was like, just not my thing. Didn't align. Whole other story. But then I started doing fashion blogging because I was thinking, everyone always comes to me for advice. I love giving it. I love... People like my perspective, all the things. Then what happened is I felt well, there are a couple of things. One, I didn't want to tell someone that they had to have something in order for me to make money. And right. then you could tell everyone was, you know, in order to create and generate an income, you had to follow a certain framework, which again I don't subscribe to. I don't like this feeling of having to do that. And the fact that like everyone was wearing the same Nordstrom anniversary sale sweater, you know, so just not my vibe and your point. I felt like I had to keep shopping because people can't make money unless my clothes are new enough for them to be able to. Right.
1: Unless you look cool and trendy and you're on top of all the latest things. Right. So then I stopped doing that. I pivoted
0: when it did started doing branding and consulting. And then even more recently, I've all, like last year, probably two years ago, I was bringing styling back in just with my clients. And then really at the beginning of this year is when I started being a lot more open to everybody about this. It like my role with personal branding is the style element also, you know, that's my a huge differentiating point. And so it took me a while to get there because I didn't want people to feel like they had to be shopping and spending all of this money. And the deeper layer to that is sometimes I was only in like, yes, I know fashion, I know style, like that was my identity, right? And that's what people knew of me. And there was this expectation to keep that up, but I didn't have the money to be spending on the clothes that I wanted to be spending on and the issue there is that then I would just and also I was you know I had kids and I'm like my focus is split and I'm growing a business and so like my day-to-day was like a crop top and leggings and I love that that is one of my core silhouettes I feel very amazing in and that was something where it's like how can I style someone how can I show up and be so stylish if I'm not like wearing the things that I would actually style someone in, if that makes sense. And again, the deeper layer is my identity. So when people say they don't have anything to wear in their closet, what they're really saying is, I don't feel like any of these clothes represent who I am now. Yeah. And that's why I say go doing that closet audit, where it's better to have three shirts that you feel fucking amazing in and you feel like you than having like 20 different ones that you can cycle through. So that's when I started having the awareness of being like, you know what, I would rather be in my black crop top and my black Lulu align leggings, which they're amazing, by the way, if you haven't had those, (laughs) I'd rather be in those every single day all day because feel really good. Black is very flattering on everybody. And it's just a vibe in and of itself layered tons of jewelry on and you've got to hold up. You know, I'd rather wear that multiple times a week than feel like I am like, I have to keep up with all yeah. of these. So that was something where it's finding what your core, I call them, I need to find a different name for this, but I started saying this in a client call and it just stuck, but like scenario looks. So you have you know, four to five different scenario looks that you're probably that you cycle through. Maybe it's going out with girlfriends, working out, going to the grocery store, having a client meeting and maybe like, like a date. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So of those five, let's figure out what are only five, what are these like the top look for this scenario for you? And then that will give people this awareness of like, that's all you really need. You can make all of them neutrals at first if you want to. So then you can mix and match. But at least it makes you feel like you. Because you you feel like to be stylish, that you have to have all of these things. And you don't, you just have to know also how to shop. High-low dressing is my favorite. Like my jeans are $200. My top was like seven, you know? So you want to know what works for you And then you want to be strategic about the pieces to invest in and the pieces that are just trendy and you can cycle through. And that's about knowing what are the looks? What are these scenario looks that make me feel the most me? And then you can build on top of
1: that. Yeah, I think I actually... I remember you talking about that probably like two months ago or something in your stories. And I like screenshotted these things or like recorded it because I was like, oh, rewatch this and don't forget it because I love that. I was like, yeah, like it's such a good idea. Like, what's my like, yeah, cafe work session? Like, what are a few ideas for that? What's my this, 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 this? What I find that I feel like I get challenged by, less so lately because I've been intentional about it. But what I feel like is more challenging for me. I can do like athleisure and workout so well. I can do like elevated kind of like date night vibe but like it's dressier sort of thing really well too, but the like middle that stuff where I'm sometimes most people have that the hard, that is like that. the hardest. But what I'm finding I really love, which fits into that middle but so fucking comfy too, like sneaky comfy is like a nice, like a dress or a sundress or something like that. That's like my f- kind of favorite, like middle, cause it's elevated cause it's a dress, but it's still like casual and super comfortable. But yeah, the middle tier, like level of, that's what I find is the hardest. That's the hardest for most people. I think,
0: especially also coming out of COVID for so long, we've got athleisure wear down. <laughs> that's so good, you know, because we had to, that's our elevated comfy athleisure yeah. wear. And the, you know, whether it's like a date night or like a Vegas look, like we've got that for the most part, you know, but the middle ground. And it's funny you mentioned that too, because that's something where I always struggled with as well, because mainly because I could never find what I was looking for to fit me. And Mm. so I don't have like any curves at all. And so it's difficult sometimes to find denim. And I was like, I know it finding really good core denim in my silhouette that I want, I could just cycle out my crop tops that I wear for athleisure wear, or I could cycle out my crop top. And so it's like, again, going back to these, what is my silhouette that I do all the time? High-waisted crop top. I love that. And so then that can translate into your other scenarios too. So thinking about like your middle ground, a really good
1: pair of denim crop top or a bodysuit, like those Aritzia bodysuits. Oh Okay, wait, I'm writing this down because I'm gonna write down your denim recommendations and overall, I'll send you the link. I just found the okay. best denim possible. It's amazing. Okay, hold on. I'm writing <laughs> denim and then wait, Aritzia? Yeah, so Aritzia
0: has really great bodysuits. They're thong back, so you're not gonna get the lines, which I don't
1: understand why brands I don't still- know why any, exactly. Why does anyone, the butt on a bodysuit should yeah. be optional, like special request.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: no one's running around with those just as a bodysuit with the full ass on. Like no one wants that like that. Why? The only time I was
0: <laughs> thankful for it is I have
1: this sheer, like it's
0: not even a little, like it's very sheer with like the rhinestones on it. So I have that yes. as a, and I yes. want a full bodysuit with like a cheeky back and I yes. found that no problem. Okay. Yeah. 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 So hard to find. So I'm like, okay. They make amazing bodysuits. And then also Aritzia has really great. Okay.
1: Good to know. Cause I found a good bodysuit brand on Amazon. Like they're pretty cheap, but consistently like they look good. I can dress them up, dress them down all of that, but still like full ass. So I'm like, hi, let me make a thong out of all this fabric. Great. And then I recently also found an Amazon brand that has great jumpsuits. So like workout, but I can also dress those. I've worn them as an outfit, like so good, but still that's like very like on the low level of the jumpsuit, but okay. Yeah. I'll have to get a denim wreck from you too. Okay. I don't even know where we were. So the brand
0: mother, I'll just, for your listeners, if you're looking for denim, the brand mother is incredible. They are expensive but you can definitely find them on sale too. Like you can go on Amazon. Sometimes they'll have them for like 150 It's anywhere up to like 250 I would say. Okay. And I would spend full price over and over and over on them because they wear so well. Like I said, I have two kids. I'm at home. I'm moving around all the time. And like, I will choose to wear those over my leggings because they're stretchy, but they're not a jegging. It's still a real okay. Yeah. And so like you can move in on that and then page denim. Those are the two I've found recently that have been incredible.
1: All right. Taking notes of all of this. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so helpful. A middle
0: ground, always a great denim that you feel incredible in and spend the money on it. And then a bodysuit if you're not into crop tops, but that's like a standard. And then you can just like switch out kimonos or
1: start Yeah, exactly. And I've gotten compliments so many times on basic bodysuit and a pair of jeans and even like really relaxed. Like I got this pair of, I need to like add a button to make the waist tighter, but like from a secondhand store, it's like Good denim, they look good with a bodysuit, and so many compliments. I'm like, this is so basic and so easy. I'm like, these jeans cost me like twenty dollars, and this bodysuit was like
0: ten. What that does is it allows your energy to radiate. It's mm-hmm. not like the clothes are enhancing you versus the other way around, and that's why yeah. I find it's really nice to have just like a classic white and black bodysuit and find the perfect pair of denim for you. And whether that's like get a distressed pair and get a pair that you could like wear to, you know, a vibey restaurant. I mean, you could mm-hmm. wear distressed too, but you get my point. And then also just like switch out your heels, you know, get like a pair of hot pink heels or lime green, or, you know, get your accessories. You know, there's so many things on Amazon, especially now where I found one for a client where it was in, to give a little bit of context. So we were working on her spring lookbook and I always have them create a mood board so I can, see. you know, we know her core style, but at each turn of the season and, you know, different seasons of your life, you're going to be slightly into a different thing. Like I said, you experiment or kind of calm grounded. You're all going to have that thread of your core style in it, but you're going to experiment. So with her, she kept posting like fruit and it was like really aesthetic, vibey fruit. And so it was just funny like that with like beachy. And it was just that really fresh, Muted vibe, and mm-hmm. I found on Amazon this clutch that was a lemon, and it was like a half of a lemon. That was it so was cute, cute. But just something like that, like your bodysuit, your jeans, and a clutch that is a little bit more out there, as like a lemon. Or I've seen so many that are, you know, they have flowers or peacocks or you know all sorts of things that are just like really yeah. fun, a statement.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree. Like playing around with the accessories, the shoes, all of that. And of course, having like the fun, like flare kind of outfit statement pieces, that thing. But but yeah, like that's something that I've been gravitating toward more and feeling really good in it is like the simple, clean. Well, I think
0: it's because it seems like you're trying to find your core style. So what I notice is whenever people are really feeling aligned, the next step is I want to represent myself aesthetically I want to represent myself in that way the way that I feel aligned on the inside I want my external like I want it to feel or to look like that and I also want to feel like my inside does that make sense yes yes yeah that's like the next step of that's where clients come to me like my one-on-one clients is I know who I am I just need help being confident in like what I'm wearing and how to represent myself so it is get clear on that core style and you kind of get rid of the like foo-foo outfits for now for a season and you figure out like, what are my core, you know, those scenario looks, what are these for me? Generally, people will kind of stick to neutral just to build the baseline. Because when you're thinking about like your capsule wardrobe, like sometimes hate that phrase because when you think about it and you search it on Google, people are like like black
1: trousers
0: and blazer and
1: whatever it's right. like. It's like a denim jacket, a leather jacket, a beige this. <laughs> exactly. That's not for everybody. So it's whatever
0: your capsule wardrobe is for you. What are those scenario looks? Get those done first. And then, you know, like I said, more than likely, they're going to be in the neutral colors. So then you can, you know, really just feel into yourself and mix and match with things. And then you do add a little bit of accessory here. And then you're going to add this pop of pink here. And then you're going to, you know, find, maybe get the same bodysuit that you have in white and black and get it in pink. And mm-hmm. then you start like, you start incrementally building out like your wardrobe again, but it's with this newfound awareness and intentionality about what's your style and what your vibe yeah. is the prints that you're going to choose. Maybe it is the same as you had before, but now it's like locked in where you're like, oh, that makes sense now why I chose that. You know, Yeah. sometimes feel like, you know, have you ever gone shopping and you bought something and you were like in the zone, you bought it, it's amazing, but then it just sits in your closet and you don't wear it. And then like, oh yeah. Years later you get it and you're like, this is totally my vibe right now. I feel like there's some quantum. We're like mentally in the future. We're like, Operating from our higher, yeah,
1: self. your higher yeah. self chose it something and is like, like one that, day. That was yeah, or something I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. So this year, 2023, has been a big year of clearing space for me in like all the ways—energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally, blah, 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 everything. Right? Like literally, next day, I'm starting like a very deep, like cellular detox. So we're like we're going to the cellular level, but it's included my home as well and. I think even before we, did we hit record or not? I don't know. But I was telling you about how like my office right now that I'm in, which is now also guest bedroom, like very comfortably as a guest bedroom, like it's been like a overflow storage room for a while. So even just like everything, clearing space, making room, making room, making room. Because I am one person living in a two bedroom house that I have easily filled up, right? Like I have full ass closet in this office, walk in and in my bedroom. And two dresses. I'm like these clothes, like there are things that's like that, which I'm guessing you would agree that are like, oh yeah, I'm not going to wear these much, but like, it's good to have like a suit, you know, on hand, just in case, like, so I'm not tossing certain things, right. There are certain things that like may rarely get worn or whatnot, but I'm finding like I've probably offloaded six full bags of like mostly clothes and shoes just this year, trash bags. And still, I feel like there's way too much clothing because I get the like, okay, go through. And if I see something that I haven't worn in a long ass time and like, I can't imagine myself wearing it now. And also like, would I buy it again today as the person I am? Like, and if all those things are a no, right. Like it doesn't matter if it fits, you know, like, so as I'm like, getting dressed and doing that kind of stuff. Sometimes I'll be like this, no, bye. Right. And I've gotten much more like cutthroat about saying no to things, but there's a part of me that's like, maybe I just need to completely empty out my entire club, like put everything on the fucking floor and then only put back stuff instead of oh, just doing a no. Okay.
0: Yeah. I would recommend that if I was in your place. I, I mean, I have done that before because okay. then it feels it's this, I don't necessarily have a specific reason, but there's some type of energetic feeling. That's like you have the empty closet and then uh-huh. it's like you put it back where yeah. there's something else there. It's like you're giving it a
1: certain power of like, okay, this represents- You're chosen. Yeah, like you are chosen and you get to stay. <laughs> like yeah, like- speaking to the suit thing, if that's not your
0: vibe, if you would never really wear a suit, get rid of it. doesn't matter- that's true like, that's what I was actually talking to Samantha about when we were working on her rebrand and her whole aesthetic upgrade is that she's like, I don't want to be the founder in a suit because I know some of these founders in suits. I'm like, you would never wear that. Yeah. not Authentic. Like, I think the beauty now is that people are more accepting that you can be who you are. And you don't really need to fit into this little bubble. Yeah. Certain industries are, but I think especially with ours, if you were to go to an event, like, would you ever
1: wear a suit? So I was doing a lot of coaching last year where like business professional, that was the dress code. But I was also very like embodying my own style and flair and fun and got so many like compliments from that. And I was professional, but I'd be like, like, right on the last day of the weekend, be a little bit more fun. I'm wearing a fucking leopard print bodysuit, right? Like, that kind of stuff where I'm like, yeah, it's the like green body or green blazer, yeah. like tailored. Yeah. I don't know if you can see, like, if you want to do like emerald green, tailored
0: girl, food.
1: I have the emerald green. Like, okay, so I'm gonna plug Kate, right? I mean, like, obviously, like, this is all the- <laughs> why wouldn't I have her on here if I didn't think she was good at her all her <laughs> stuff, but like the green that, like, silky kind of ribbed like set like it looks like jammies like silky oh, mm-hmm. flowy jammies yeah. yeah I have that in the emerald and it is so beautiful I've never worn the full set yet oh my gosh I think I'm intimidated by it a little bit or like yeah. I don't know why but I I think that's might be it like I feel like I have to save it for a special no oh, no 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 that so is my other thing like
0: do not save anything for a special occasion. The like, day is the
1: special occasion.
0: There <laughs> you go. Know, it's like a cliche thing, but like even I mean, okay, look at. It's just like your energy is so different, and I bring up Lisa because she's like our mutual person, but see how her energy has shifted, in yeah. how she is representing herself and her podcast. She's always in like sequins and like that was never before and mm-hmm. even just her energy on her Instagram stories is so much different because she's like wearing things just for the heck of it and I'm like this yeah. is you're not the only person and that's the other point of this story is you're not the only person that thinks that it's like we are it's some weird conditioning where we have to you know wearing a dress needs your dress the amount of times that I have been told from growing up is like why are you so dressed up Who cares? Like, like, I would be a millionaire if I got a penny every time that I would get that. But the thing is, is that when you embody the fullest expression of who you are, it encourages other people to do it for themselves. And Mm -hmm. so I noticed this when I went to a mastermind event in Cabo at the beginning of the year, and I didn't know anybody that was there. And I had my looks for each thing. And you know, depending on what we're doing, you're gonna wear something, you're gonna have like three outfits a day, you know, whether you just like the meeting in the morning and then laying by the pool and then going to dinner at least, right? And so that was something where being around, I was a little intimidated at first, but I've kind of gotten over that for the most part now. But I was just kind of feeling it out. The very first like welcome, happy hour, I had this like metallic sheer dress with the bodysuit underneath of it, and it was like a little out there, but Honestly, it was also a little test of what type of people am I walking into? Mm. Mm -hmm. It is, I feel like fashion is such a powerful tool in so many layers, because I think it's one of the things that not only changes your energy and your vibe, which affects your business and your life, but it allows you to almost weed out the people who aren't going to be supportive of you. It is a weird thing where like when you show up exactly the way that you want to dress, then if someone's like, "Why are you so dressed up?" or why what you can tell the energy if it's like this kind of what? First, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you look fat like that's the reaction I got like the whole night. It's like, oh my gosh, you looked amazing. We were seeing your Instagram story because we were connected beforehand, but they're like, we saw your Instagram stories of you like packing and we thought it was so cool, like all these things, and it was the most supportive group that I've walked into. Yeah. And that is what is interesting where your fashion can illuminate who is like the support system and who, you know, you just like, don't want to be around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as you're saying that too, with like, yeah, not waiting, like don't save things, that sort of thing is on Sundays, I usually do what I call intuition days. And that can be like walking to the farmer's market or going and getting my nails, like whatever I feel like I want to do. Like I go into the day with zero plan and then let's see what happens. But I'll often Choose to like take a book to a cafe or something, and I'll like actually just get ready, like dress, and usually something comfortable. It's like long sundress or something. But I'm like, and I'm gonna put a little makeup on, and I'm gonna put some energy into my hair. I have no plan to see any other people aside from like whoever's like out and about, right? But like, I'm not going to meet anybody. But like, I feel so good, and I love putting that energy and attention into like the whole vibe, and like I feel great. And yes, like it's felt and acknowledged. And yeah, I agree with that. Like who fucking cares? Like what the, if there's an event. It is the point of what you just said. So
0: in personal development, it's always this thing of don't care what other people think. Okay, cool. We got that. But we care more about what people think in terms of how we get ready and how we dress ourselves. Because when you said, I put makeup on myself and I'm not even going to see anybody, that relationship is so embedded in our society that we will get ready when we are seeing someone therefore their opinion matters more than ours yeah so question i always get too and just like this conversation that always comes up is these are my comfortable at home clothes i would never wear them out but i wear them at home blah 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 and i'm like if you would never wear something out of the house why are you going to wear it in the house like sure it's comfortable but like <laughs> does it actually like make you feel good like, just because you have it doesn't mean you need to wear it. It's the same thing with kids' clothes. Like, I remember my mom said something. Or, like, people would say things when I would get clothes with our first baby. And I would be, like, donate, donate, donate. I don't want this. And they're, like, oh, but, like, she can just wear it at home. You don't want to wear it out. I was, like, yeah, but I'm seeing her. Like, I don't want her in something that I don't like.
1: Oh, so, that's so I, smart.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, that's. Having this more focus on yourself of like, it's your energy and the way, it, like, I love the intuition day. Like, that's amazing. I think that's so smart and fabulous. And I definitely want to do that as well. But you know, same thing with your, with fashion, like you never know who you're going to meet. And that's the beautiful thing about your fashion is when I went, the last time I went to a rooftop to read my book, literally I do the same thing. I met one of my clients, nice. future. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: And you just never know. It's your energy radiates when you feel good. Yeah, I love that. Like if you wouldn't wear it out of the house, don't wear it at home, which like, sure, there are certain things that might be just like so comfortable and you love them and you feel good, but like, yeah, they're not for other people's eyes. Like, okay, no big deal. But yeah, noticing how you feel in anything that you put on, like even your cozies, right? Mm -hmm. Like
0: it makes a world of difference wearing and I'm not saying it has to be a price point but I'm just using this as an example for people to really like understand my hundred dollar pair of pajamas like make me feel a world of difference than just like wearing leggings and a crop top or it could be my Lululemon leggings that I love or just like the pajamas that I got off of Amazon or someone gift to me or something like that like I have this pair of like Barefoot Dreams pajamas and they're like amazing. As soon as you put them on, you feel like the bougiest housewife ever. And so that's kind of, you know, why not have that? It all comes down to energy. Why not protect your energy and focus your energy on the way that you want to feel, you know, like there is a thing that it doesn't have to be dollar signs, but like there is a difference in the way that it makes you feel having something quality and that you like, paid attention. It was intentional for you than just something that you've
1: had. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm laughing because when you're like, why would you wear it? If you like it, like, and you're not willing to wear it out of the house. Like, why'd you get it? Dude, I bought this. <laughs> so, when <we're> t- <laughs> shit. so when we're talking about like scenario outfits, I'm like, oh yeah. My dog walking outfit is like the most usually chaotic, fucking crazy shit storm of things that get added together the longest time I'm like, ah, oh, like I sleep naked. So when I get up in the morning, typically I throw on my bathrobe. Cause that's usually what I've like worn at the very end of the night. And that's by the bed. There we go. Yeah, done, right. I'm saying, I'm saying. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm putting on the bathrobe. I'm like, I wish I could just walk my dog in my damn bathrobe instead of having to get dressed in some dumb outfit to walk the dog and then get redressed when I actually am thinking about what I want to wear. Right. Obviously a solution to that is when you get dressed the first time, put on what you're going to wear the rest of the day. Right. Like I get that, but I was like, no, I need, (laughs) I need something that feels like a bathrobe that I can walk the dog in. So I got this. It's like hideous, but I feel so comfortable in it. And I have no shame. This sweatshirt dress. That's like an actual hoodie with a zipper hood, like all of that. But it goes down to like my shins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I wear that with my huge ass platform, fucking purple Crocs. Right. And I'm like, that's my dog walking outfit. And I'm like, that is such an LA vibe though. I'm not going to lie. Like the <laughs> amount of
0: times I've seen something similar, but again, layer a bunch of jewelry on there, have the confidence. Cool. But that's the yeah. thing. It's like, you have the confidence to go with that. That's where this thing is. I'm not telling people that they have to be dressed to the nines and that they need to like have this perfectly curated outfit. That is perfect for you. If that's what you feel good in,
1: yeah. you know? It solves, and, yeah. It's great for the purpose. <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, I actually probably last week I have like a little crush, right? it's just like a, you know, you bump into like an air one sort of thing. It's just like, makes life a little more fun. But I was like, what if that man drove down my street and saw me right now in this outfit? I'd be like, I'd probably be fine. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that's a good to run it through. Yeah, right. Like, what if your crush saw you right now?
0: Let's see. You want it to be. It's like very representative of you. If you feel confident in it and you feel comfortable, and that is just a side of your personality. Great. Yeah. So
1: funny. I know. I was like, oh gosh, that outfit. I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) It looks so crazy. Whatever. It's fine. We're comfortable and functional. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm like looking at the time, like, oh, I have so many more things I want to talk about. This is so fun. I love it. Okay. Wait, we are going to focus on me just for a moment and then we'll move on. How would you describe? Cause I love, like, I feel pretty clear on how I would describe my brand and vibe and all that, but I'd be so curious to like hear how you describe that, like through your lens. So the thing I I'll first go,
0: like the thing I get confused on mm. is the Because you have your brand with, I see like the red, but then I also see the purple. Like I was wondering why you did the purple all of a sudden. So let me also think it's not a thing where you have to stay in the same color palette. I don't start. I was just curious, like where your thread. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely sensual is one of them for sure. That's very you that in tune, intentional, like that's the energy that you have. I feel like when you talk with people, you look them in the eye, which is something that also goes to your brand as well. Hmm. Um, and also like, I'd say connected, but also I don't know what this word would be. Not natural, but I'd have to think through like what word I would put for this. But So for instance, like these photos here, like this one and this one, it's not I don't know how to exactly describe it. Let me think about it. But it's almost like very fresh Hmm. from a sense of it's like clean, fresh, natural. That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I think sensual and connectedness are like the, and intentional would be like the top three.
1: Okay, cool. And
0: then definitely like the confidence and yeah. I got to think of the word. Is where I get tripped up, but like natural, clean, something like that, where it's not don't have to be super done up, but you have this fresh, not girl next door, but you have this like very relatable energy. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I know. Well, thank
0: you. Step into though.
1: Hmm. I love that. So. In the last couple months, I got a lot more intentional with like, specifically with Instagram, like what brand vibe do I want to put out there? So like a lot of my recent posts, like you can likely see that consistency there and like how it works together. And it's interesting. You said that, oh, the purple, like that sort of thing. I'm like, and that like branding, right. Was for a specific program, but now like, yeah, any new things I'd be like, oh, I would want them to fit with like the overarching vibe and stuff like that. But stepping into, I would say, I'm describe, it would be bold ease. I know honey isn't really an adjective, but that's that. You know what? I
0: feel like that kind of fits with like what I was trying. I don't know why, but like honey, I don't know something I, I,
1: But also, yeah, like low, but like yummy and like, yeah, very powerful, but not in like aggressive way, like open, receptive, firm, as far as like boundaries and standards, stepping into a ton of creative, creativity, creative energy, more like art creation for myself nature being outside like those sorts of things
0: yeah I love that that's why I went a lot of times it's like I don't love necessarily going straight off of Instagram but it's based on it's like I'm very much like it's you can have different moods but it's gonna have the same vibe because Mm -hmm. you get clear on what your vibe is and what your style what your aesthetic style is and then you can energetic style and then you can choose which aesthetics are matching the specific type of energy that you're wanting to give out. It's almost like people understand content pillars, but you almost have like your own personalities as well. You're going to showcase different sides of you depending on the type of content and what maybe you're promoting and things like that. So it's just interesting to see like what you are wanting to step into and how you're translating that.
1: Mm, Cool. And another thing too, I've been feeling like the energy of like very much like, Legacy and like classiness in a sense. So, even like with clothing choices, like thinking of that more like kind of long term, kind of like classic decision making with certain things, too.
0: I mean, that makes sense, especially with you doing the whole clearing of your life right now. It makes sense to go back to what is your core style Mm -hmm. and what are the pieces that best represent you. And not even just that, but aesthetically and online, like how does what you're putting out there translate to what you're wanting to become? And yeah. does it actually make sense? Does it actually like, is red the color to use? Is, you know, brown the color to use for certain things? Like, is that, does it best represent you? Do you even need a color? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so things like that. That's what I see when it's like, you know who you are. You're very confident in that. You, It's just... Now thinking about, I've cleared all these things. Now what's next? How to like build on top of this new identity?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. I love that. That was fun. I'm like, are we even on it? Like, I don't even feel like we're on a podcast interview anymore. This like, love this. I'm so curious. Like, what are some of your pet peeves or like mistakes that you see people making with branding or style? And I guess if it's with style too, like shit that you're like just throw it away already. (laughs) <laughs> Mainly it's when people get stuck in
0: a box, And there's a couple of different things. Like they choose a color palette, a font, they choose what they believe is branding. Branding is not just aesthetics, but they choose what they believe is branding and they build their brand on top of that because they don't understand the full scope of what the brand is and does mm-hmm. and all of the deeper side of things but they have their marketers. So they've built their brand, they've built a community, but then what happens is they've evolved and, but they don't evolve their brand because they don't know how, because they have mm. built the foundation. They've almost built from step four versus like one. So mm. they feel like they can't evolve or else they'll lose brand record or else they'll lose brand recognition. So a lot of people will choose initially Okay, I'm only gonna use pink and I'm gonna wear a pink blazer. Okay, cool. But then what happens when, like, you don't feel like that anymore? You have to evolve and it's okay. But then they're like, I built my brand on this, I can't change. And it's like, okay. But that's where this disconnect happens where you're not really connected to your brand. You're just like following an aesthetic. So there's that. And then also handing off their branding to, especially when someone gets started, to a brand designer. The brand designer is there to translate and to do what you tell them to do, but most people don't really know what it is that they want, and they don't know what it is that best represents who they are.
1: Right.
0: So again, my pet peeve is lack of understanding of there is a whole foundation that has to be set, and the awareness that you have. So, for instance, you know you could be using the same graphics, same clothes, whatever, but when you don't understand your style and you do understand your style, the energy is different. You could be wearing the same thing, but when you understand why you're wearing as about you, it's a whole different energy. And so the same thing happens with things within your brand. So whether you're using the same templates, if you don't understand why you're using them, you're just like, Oh, I like them. Okay. So like, How are they being connected back to your brand stories? Not the origin story, not the hero story that everyone knows, but like these subliminal stories, Mm -hmm. you know, like some of mine are like attention to detail, juxtaposition in my styling. Like those type of things are, no matter what I want someone to encounter with my brand, there are different stories that I want them to know. And so Mm -hmm. It goes very deep into strategy, even when you're thinking about what am I going to wear on a podcast? What am I going to wear when I'm filming this thing? What am I going to wear when I go to dinner? You know, all of these things, like what we talked about before, you never know where you're going to meet someone. And our lives, like the nature of them are, you're always going to meet someone if your energy is, I swear to goodness, anytime I feel amazing and I have this like, Confidence, I will always connect with someone because people are attracted to that. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. and again, like if you're wanting to grow your business, figure out your style so you can feel better about yourself because you might think they're disconnected, but they are so much more connected than the strategy that you're trying to implement from some coach because it is about your energy. So, if you tune out what everyone else is doing and you figure out what your style is. And like I said, fashion's just the low hanging fruit. It's the thing that gets people into alignment the quickest because when you dress like her, you become her. And then, you know, I always say get a photo shoot done and then you can see that you are her. And once you have that, you know, how our brains work, it's giving your brain proof that you are this person. And then you can act as if, so again, if you're wanting to embody a certain vibe knowing your style allows you to then say what would she at this level do mm. it's all connected that's going to be more effective than you know another strategy so all of that long story saying is my pet peeve is when people just don't get it they try to skip out on things they don't think that their style matters and yeah. they don't put time and effort into it
1: yeah absolutely and like the intentionality with it, the embodiment of it, the, all the feelings and stuff behind all of that is so important and makes a difference and people feel it. Right. Is that you had mentioned before we went hit record, like you love talking about like branding and style being intertwined with, with strategy, which I obviously like some of what you just said speaks into that, but if there's anything more on that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, going back to those scenario looks. Mm -hmm. Fashion is the easiest thing for someone to start seeing progress. That's the quick win. People want to see that things are working. And that's what's really hard in our industry sometimes is that you're doing so much work on yourself and you're wondering, is it working? Because Mm -hmm. nothing's changing. And the whole energy side of, okay, I'm supposed to act as if I am this level of person or whoever you're wanting to step into – And it can be hard to feel like, you know, you get in your head of, but is this the right thought? Am I doing it? Am I doing it? But when you look good, you feel good. And there's no lie about that. And I find that it is the most powerful tool because when you do know your style, you can get very strategic about it. So if you are wanting, you can be very intentional about if you're wanting to, be very confident for that day. You need to go back to one of your core style looks and Mm -hmm. where like actually get ready. And actually, even if you're at home with your kids all day and that's it, Mm. it is that energy. Things are working when you're not. And that's the beauty of a strong brand is that your brand is your reputation. So people know you, they know your value. They know your worth. They know you're the person that can help them. And all of your content that you've made the past couple of years is working when you're not. So yeah. That is so part of the style is, you know, also be strategic of who are you wanting to call in? What type of vibe are you wanting to call in? And so it is being strategic about when you do go out, you know, wearing a certain thing that's going to say a certain thing. But then when it comes to, again, fashion is kind of the step one to help people see that what they're doing is working and to help them also like jumpstart their energy so then they can... Feel more aligned with who they are because they look like who they feel they are does yeah that make sense? absolutely And it gets into of course the strategy of you know your digital presence so i have like three different components of course one of them is in person so what you're wearing and then digital is does your vibe carry across all different platforms and each platform has their own personality so you're not going to use linkedin the way that you're going to use instagram the way that you're mm-hmm. going to So knowing the personalities and adjusting your personality not saying that you're being inauthentic it's just we naturally you know again through fashion lens you can be athleisure you can be edgy you can be
1: sexy Right you you've got different different alter egos if yeah, you will yeah
0: So you're utilizing social media as these different alter egos. So people can see a more whole picture of who you are. And that's where you get strategic about what type of content that you're putting out there. And I always say it's about documenting your life versus creating the content. And so digital presence, making sure that's, you know, what comes up when people search you on Google and getting strategic about that. And then environment, what does your office look like? Does it make you feel the most you? does it you know like my office people like it just happened to be the biggest room in the house when we like moved into this house because like my kids like where everything is situated everyone had their own space and then this was the room that was left over i was like sweet but it's so big and i only have like my curtains my mirror my desk my chair my plant and like that's it yeah and people will mention like i've had people when i instagram story and stuff be like why is your office so empty it's like because one of the words i want to feel is expansive Mm. so expansive calm grounded creative those are pretty much like the words where it's like my house sometimes can be chaos with kids so i want to walk into this space and it be immediately like i can be in flow as much as possible quickly and so i'm intentional about what that is okay here's my core style I know my core style is this like moody, tropical, like it's always like the dark greens and stuff, but yeah. that's not the kind of house. And it just happened that like my office, I did like these gold camel curtains and my rug has more of this like, not Arabian, but it like kind of has this like different vibe to it than the whole rest of my house. And I was like, that's so interesting that I chose that for this but it's like the colors in it rust and blush are more creative and grounded colors and Mm -hmm. so like you get intentional where your style doesn't mean that every single piece of clothing every single look every single outfit or every single room in your house all looks the same because that again is a mistake people get branded and then they feel like they can only be this thing and I remember being at a We were at a music event one time and my brother-in-law said something to me. He was like, so I know that like branding is, you know, your thing. And he's older. He's like, I don't know, 12 years older than me or something. And very successful entrepreneur. And he was like, so I know like branding is your thing and stuff. But like, I don't want you to feel like, you know, you just get stuck in a box because of like you build this brand. And immediately without skipping a beat, I was like, but I'm not if tomorrow I wasn't into palm trees, I would just change it. Hmm. And it's like that, when I said that, I was like, Oh yeah, that is a huge, huge part of my brand. And how I help other people is that when you're in alignment with yourself, like throw them with a plot twist. We love a good plot twist. So if you're no longer into whatever you're into on your Instagram or whatever, like change it, Hmm. you know? And also when you're documenting your life, you don't really have to make these major shifts unless, because usually it's incremental but of course like if it is something you're like oh fuck this i don't want to do this anymore yeah so that's what i would say with like knowing your style it feeds into all of these different elements of where you're going to be like what you're going to have in your office how you're going to design it and then also like where you're going to go to dinner it's going to affect your mood which is going to affect your business which is going to affect how you feel and your confidence and are you going to risk in investing in this company? Are you going to trust your intuition? Like if you feel confident in the way that you look, you're going to feel confident in the way that you're going to invest in the company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so huge. And like, I'll find myself changing my outfits or choosing outfits all the time based on how I, sometimes it's like, Oh, this is easy. This is what I want to wear. Like da, 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 da. But sometimes I'm like, I really want to feel like this. And I'm what outfit is going to support me in feeling like this the most. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's an easy, like effortless decision and process, but sometimes like I'll put on an outfit and it might just be to go to the gym. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I can work out in this. I've worked out in this before. It's comfortable. It's functional. Like great. But then I'm like, but this isn't the energy I want to feel like, mm-hmm. no, I need to change it. I need to find something else. And not because I'm like, what are other people going to think? It's like, no, because this isn't feeling how I want to be feeling. And it, it's so important, such a little thing. And a lot of the times with like, I do this a lot with like clients with feminine embodiment stuff. One of the easiest ways to like bring out more of your feminine energy is to dress more feminine. And sure it might be more the like stereotypical femininity. Cause like feminine energy can look so many different ways, but like right now, like if I wanted to like, be like, really like, Oh, like leaning into my feminine energy. Like I wouldn't have done like slicked my hair back and worn like sweat crap sweatshirt and sweats. Right. Like I'd be like, no, like let's do flowy da, 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 like that sort of thing. But yeah, it makes such a difference. And sometimes can pull that stuff out when we may not be like shifting into that energy as easily ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And it took me a while to, I mentioned this a little bit earlier is that
0: this is part of like a huge part of my expertise from an innately. And I kind of didn't want to seem so much like you only do clothes or that type of thing. So that's why I hid that side of me for a long time. Everyone's always known that I was into styling. And even when I was building my brand as a brand consultant, people knew that I dressed well for myself, but I didn't end up, Introducing anything of like, oh, I can help you with that until like probably like two years ago, I started doing it for one of my clients. It just was very organic. And then last year, I did it for more. And then this year, I was like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, this is my, di- if you're talking about your differentiating point, this is what makes me different than anyone else talking about how to build your brand, how to build mm. your. And that's something where what are the things for you that seem random, but get you very excited and that you're very good at that you can bring into your own experience that you give clients with. Mm -hmm. Like I'm all about creating these sensory experiences for people. And I'm sure that's up your alley to some degree as well. So thinking about, are there different activities or different hobbies that you're into that seems so random and that would not even make sense? to your teaching and your consulting or whatever, and you know, your audience does, that's something that you need to lean more into because, and that's why I think the beauty of building your brand is that you build your brand, which just means your reputation, AKA people know who you are and know what to expect from you and know what you're into. And you build your brand with no expectation of what it could turn into. You kind of just, show up and document what you're good at. And people will end up asking you what they need from you. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of people now that I'm close with where they are not really feeling, this is where I was like seven years ago. They are not really feeling their job. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to pivot. They're just like, I feel like I'm using 30% of my brain. I'm all good at all of these things, but I have no idea how to bring them all together to like be one cohesive thing. And I tell them all the time. I was like, all you have to do is be clear, like build your brand, work on yourself, build your brand. And what that means is just show up daily or like, you know, just use Instagram. Don't try to do other platforms and just talk about what you like every single day. What's in Mm -hmm. your head. Because when I started doing that, This is again, when I was still an assistant, the CEO, I just showed up every single day and started talking about stuff that I liked, whether it was fashion, whether it was how to edit a photo, all these different things. And from me being me, I had someone reach out and say, Hey, can you teach me how to bring my personality into my brand? Mm. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And every single photo is like a selfie. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So then that's just evolved over time. I still do exactly that, but right. it's, it encompasses the styling. It encompasses planning people's brand shoots and brand shoots that aren't just studio looking out a window, you know, like we're over that. So it's interesting to see, even when we talked about before, going back to childhood, what did you gravitate toward? Same now, what do you do that like you could bring into your client experience that makes you very different, but it's very you.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, so good. Okay. I know we're it's 333. Hey, we're literally like three minutes over time. Okay. But I want to ask one more question and then we'll have our wrap up. So this is incredible. Like this is, I'm having so much fun with all of this. Okay. So something that you said when we were talking rapid fire was having some pride in people, not assuming that you're a mom, right? Like people being kind of surprised by that and that you've worked really hard to like, have your own style life, like all of that, like still very much be your own person, which I'm assuming has not necessarily been like super easy. So I'd love to hear like how you have maintained very much your Eunice as a mom, because I just see like, I mean, you and I don't know each other. Well, we've only met a couple of times. So all I know of like how you are as a mom is like what I see on Instagram, but I have the assumption. And from what I see, like, it seems like you balance it very beautifully and that you're very present with your kids and with your family too. And so would love to hear how you've really like maintained your, like you identity.
0: Well, first of all, thank you very much. I have been working very hard on staying present. Because it's one of those things where people tell you, you know, it goes by fast and be in the moment and one day your kids are this little and like, I wish my kids like all these things. And I'm so incredibly present at certain times. There are other times I'm not, but like there's certain times where I'm so incredibly present where I'm like thinking about that, where I'm like trying to be so present that I'm thinking about being present. Where you're like, am I present? Am I present? you're like, maybe not. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, remember this feeling, like being present, like be here, like that type of thing. And it still goes by fast. But I would say that my kids don't run my life. They came into my life. They're not my world. And I love them very, very much. And that's, I think, the biggest distinction that I see is that people become a mom and like their entire life is dedicated to their kids. My life is dedicated to them in this fact that I do things in my business so they can have a life earlier that I didn't have and or opportunities Mm -hmm. or the ability to, again, like my whole, even with my work is to help people get into alignment and stay into alignment and showcase themselves in a way that attracts what is meant for them so they can live out their purpose. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm doing for my kids too. Mm -hmm. And the ability that they can have that. So it is one of those things where it does get harder in the sense of logistics. Like when I went to, so for instance, when I went to Cabo earlier in the year, I had to fly my sister-in-law to come watch my kids because my husband had to work every single day. And we were like, "Eh, I don't really feel so he's a pilot. So he's actually doing like flights and stuff. He couldn't take off. So I had to fly her out. So there's more logistics. There's definitely more expenses, but mm-hmm. I don't let that stop me from like doing what I want. And even like during the day, it's like, I get told all the time, like you talk to your kids, like people versus kids. I was like, yeah. So my oldest, she's three and a half and she's definitely in the phase of she doesn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. She's pushing boundaries I'm sure a lot of it has to do with my husband being gone and he's usually a disciplinary over me, but you know, I will be like, "Kaya, you are very frustrating right now. Like, this is not like, (laughs) and the way that I'm talking is like, these are emotions. Like you need to know that this is why it's frustrating and this is why happening or just like talking to her as if she is an adult, because she does understand a lot of things. And I think that having even that little, thats more micro But treating my kids as if, like, we're coexisting versus, like, Mm. being her in my world where I matter more or vice versa. So she knows. And the other thing, too, is, like, I want her to see that I am working towards something. And it is hard because I want to – I don't like the word work because I feel like it feels – and that could just be my upbringing. Like, she has no idea. Like, has – thing against this, but like, I don't like how it's like, Oh, I don't want her to have a bad relationship with work in case like, but I think that's more of like my own, you know, societal thing. Work hard. It's like, no, like my work is like, I love it. I want to do it at all
1: times. Yeah. And it's so beautiful that it fulfills you so much. And it's such a priority for you because she'll see how all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause they'll get to see that and be like, Oh, work gets to be yeah." you work hard at it at times and like stuff isn't always going to be fun, but like for the most part, like, yeah, work gets to be fun. It gets to be what I'm really good at. Like it's such a beautiful example to set for them. Yeah,
0: And I think that even just like from working out too, like they always see us. So we have a whole like gym set up in our garage, (laughs) very Californian, but like they always see us working out and Mm -hmm. she wants to do her. So I have this one like yoga video thing with, like the program with Tone It Up. And so I have okay. their, so I'll do their yoga, their hit. And she's like, I want to work out with the workout girls, or like she'll get mad at me if I like do a yoga routine like without her. And like she'll last for a little bit and then like go off and do stuff. But just like seeing things like that is like, what do I want to instill? And again, it is just like they're part of our life versus like they are the life. Yeah. And so we always bring them places too. So I don't want to. And also we don't like, she'll be like, can I come? It's like, no, we need
1: some space. I don't think I say that, but just like, (laughs) no, it's mommy, daddy time. Yeah. Or like it's mommy time.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we have an
1: incredible babysitter that
0: she'll come and like, she'll watch them and they have so much fun and stuff. So it's just like making them see that they're important for sure, but Mm -hmm. they're not the like. Cause I've talked to so many people where they're like, my mom put, you know, our parents put us above everything else. And they just don't feel fulfilled. I was like, well, yeah, you know, and that kind of messes with their head in a different mm-hmm. way. So mm-hmm. I think that the biggest thing is just being who you are and allowing them to be a part of it.
1: Yeah. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. Oh my gosh, this was so good. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. So, where, yeah. like, I could keep going. I'm like, let's just, I know. We like a lot. Lot. <laughs> okay. So, where, can everybody find you online if they want to work with you? Like, give us all those goodies. Yeah.
0: So, mostly active on Instagram. So, kate.obert, and then my website kateobert.com, and then yeah, I have a program called Necessary, which is the do-it-yourself. So it's discovering your style, embodying your vibe, and then showcasing yourself can hmm. attract your clients opportunities just you know figure out your style and how to, to represent yourself. So that is incredible, gives you, you know, it's four different modules, tells you my exact frameworks of everything and for people to go through it multiple times at each evolution. And then also with like community calls, all things. And then yes, of course, one-on-ones. I love working with people one-on-one. So, I start everyone as my VIP intensive. One of my values is efficiency, so anything that I can do in a shorter amount of time, but just as much or more value is my jam. So yeah, I have VIP intensives that I book out for take two a month. So I think I'm booking maybe one in July and then August now, I think, but yeah, I would love to work with that.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Okay. And then last question. So this show obviously is called Amplify and it's all about like really owning your Eunice, whatever that is, your most authentic self and living as the most fully unapologetically expressed, aligned, abundant, like fuck yes version of you as possible. So parting words of wisdom to support people in stepping into that, whether it's like a question to ask themselves, an action to take a thought, a quote, anything, any little like parting nugget.
0: Yeah. I would say wear the outfit. Mm. There's always, and again, it's not all about fashion, but it starts with it. And I think that we can get into brand strategy and all of these things of how it you know, affects your portfolio. Like we can get real deep, real deep on branding. But I think that if people don't embody who they are with their style, whether that's the style of how they do what they do or their style simply in the fashion, then all the other stuff doesn't feel aligned. Mm -hmm. So the easiest thing that someone can do is just when you like trust your intuition and just wear the outfit. If you Mm -hmm. want to wear the green emerald two-piece to dinner with like a lacy bralette underneath and a body chain, then
1: (laughs) I think I might wear it tomorrow I have client meetings. I think I might do that. Yeah. Some nice sandals. I'm like, are they going to think it's too bright? Are they going to think it's too out there? I'm like, who cares? Like, it's fine. It's fine. But you'll start to notice that when you
0: do just wear the outfit, it will happen more often and often. Like I remember I used to be scared to even show up on Instagram stories, like turn the camera around. But mm. once I did, cause I was like, who do people think I am? Blah, blah, blah. All of the stories. Right. And as soon, I got my hair done one day and I was feeling good and I did it. And then ever since I was like, wait, that was it? Like, really? And that's pretty much the thing with fashion is like, that's why I say wear the outfit because when you second guess yourself, then that's when you just like, don't feel good. And then the energy isn't right. And then it just like messes with the whole system. So if you're getting ready in the morning and you have a client call on Zoom or a coaching call and you're like, I really want to wear that like sequin kimono. I have a sequin kimono. It's fabulous. I recommend it to everybody. Um, wear it. Mm. You know? Yeah. Wear the outfit. You showing up as you and having that confidence will have a ripple effect of people wanting to show up and do it for themselves. It's like you give them permission to be more of who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need. that's what your podcast is about, right? It's like everyone being
1: more of who they are. Well, start with what you wear. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Y'all connect with Kate on Instagram, get inspired, all that, do a closet purge, like whatever you got to do, like let's love all of that. Yeah. So many things. Thank you so much. This was incredible. I appreciate it. Great. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five star rating, write a quick review and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice and keep being you because the world needs more of your magic.